Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fan Hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Dorn Dickerson, Doug Whaley, Mark Caballi, Nicholas Harry Callis behind the glass and join us on the Fan Hotline right now is Ray Fittipaldo of the Post-Gazette. Ray, good morning. How is everything? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Fantastic. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're hanging out and having a good time, as always. Ray, um, uh, Zach Robinson, the Steelers requested to interview him. He's the past game coordinator of the L.A. Rams, uh, former NFL player. He was drafted as a quarterback out of Oklahoma State. And yesterday, Peter King dropped some news that Cliff Kingsbury will be interviewed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, is this the appropriate route that they uh, needed to take to kick things off, to let the dominoes fall for this offensive coordinator uh, position? Yeah, I mean, these are the first two names. I, I do think there are many more to come. Um, I, you know, I, I like what Mike Tomlin said last week. He wants to learn throughout this process, and I don't think there's any better way to learn than to go to that McVay-Shanahan uh, style coaching tree. Um, now, Robinson is interesting. Um, it's a pretty short resume. So you would be banking on, you know, him being a very good learner under McVay. Um, but there's some risk there, too. I mean, you know, what was it, five years ago, he was working for Pro Football Focus, and he wasn't even in the NFL. Um, so there would be some risk there. Um, you know, the Kingsbury wanted him a little bit more lukewarm on him just because, he couldn't make it work with Kyler Murray. And I know there's there's issues with Murray and there was that whole thing about him putting the time in and all that. But he pretty much handpicked his quarterback, had the number one pick, and couldn't make it work there. So I would be – if it came down to those two, I would be more for Robinson than Kingsbury. But like I said at the top, I think there are a lot more names that are going to surface here in the coming days. Hey, Ray, it's Doug Whaley here. Uh, I got a question. When you're thinking about them and their next OC hire – do you think they are going to say, here's the reins, it's your offense, have at it? Or do you think they're saying, here's how we want to play in this type of formula, now you draw inside those lines how you want to draw? I think it can be a combination of that. Um, and I think the Steelers are in a position now where they 
you know, they need someone um, who's been there and done that, I think. Um, you know, we just got done talking about Robinson and Kingsbury. But there are other guys with much more NFL experience who have been successful who are also out there. Um, you know, guys like uh, Daryl Bevel, guys like Arthur Smith. And I'm not saying it has to be those two guys, but guys with long NFL resumes who know how to win in the NFL. And, um, you know, you look at Arthur Smith in particular, um, he's kind of been a guy who's done more with less. And if you look at the Steelers roster, I'm not talking about the skill position guys, but, you know, that picket situation is probably akin to what he had down in Tennessee with, you know, the Tannehills and the Mariotas of the world when, you know, when, when they were going good. He certainly knows how to draw up a running game uh, as well. So if it's me after you kind of went out on a limb and hired Matt Canada and that was a total disaster, uh, to me you have to almost go in the opposite direction and bring in a guy who commands respect, a guy who has a long NFL resume. I'm not saying that's the direction it is going to go, but that's the way I would lean, lean if I was involved in that. Hey, Raymond, what's up, my man? Long time no what's talk. Up, what's up, big boy? Why <laughs> <laughs> you, you, well, you got to get personal, right? <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Everybody loves Raymond. Um, <laughs> what's the timeline you're you looking at on this OO coordinator? I mean, the last time they actually went outside to hire it, I think it was five, six weeks before yeah. they actually hired Haley. Uh, you looking at the same timeline? Or are they going to get this done earlier? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Mike and Art are never going to be in a rush. Um, they're very calculated. I, I think with Mike saying what he said last week about learning, I think um, he will, you know, take this a couple more weeks. Um, but I do think you want to have him in place by the combine. You know, I think you want that guy to be involved in the draft process a little bit. And I just think you want to hit the ground running. You know, you don't, you don't want to um, put that guy behind it all. You want him to be involved in the team building process. And, uh, you know, to get a head start on on OTAs and stuff like that. So they're not going to get it done before the Senior Bowl. Those guys leave, I think, Sunday or Monday for that. But I think if they can get it done by the Combine, that would be, um, you know, a, a good first step for them. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Braid, what, what do you think the timeline is on a Mike Tallman extension, an announcement for that? And does that matter for this OC search uh, does that matter that that needs to be in place before they name uh, their next offensive coordinator? Well, we kind of squashed that a little bit just, just by saying it's going to get done. So I, I think if he, you know, what's involved in that interview process, you know, maybe that offensive coordinator's in the building. Um, maybe he talks to Art Rooney and Art says, yeah, listen, this is Mike's going to be here for four years. Don't worry about that. In that scenario, I don't think it would have to be announced before the new OC is hired. I just think you need those assurances from Art and from Mike that he is going to be here. Um, you know, because you, you if you're an offensive coordinator, especially if you're highly thought of, you don't want to take a job for one or two years. You want to know that um, you're, you're going to have a chance to build things. So um, as long as those assurances are made behind closed doors, I don't think they have to make an announcement soon. But as Mike said last week, um, it could come sooner rather than later just because – um, it would make people stop chirping about it. So it's usually been spring or summer. Maybe that timetable has moved up to February or March of this year, but I don't think it has to be. Hey, Ray, l l let's role play here. You're the new OC. You just got hired, and I'm asking you, what was the, one of the what are few of the appealing factors of taking this job, and what are your concerns about being the new OC at the Pittsburgh Steelers? 
my concerns would be with the receiving core. Um, who are you going to bring in for me? I need more than just George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Uh, Johnson's entering the last year of his deal. What are you going to do for me um, in terms of weapons? Um, you have Pickens, you have Johnson for one more year, and presuming they get a contract extension, then you have Fryerman. So that's that's a good start, but if I'm an offensive coordinator, I want more. Um, and then to me, what you have to build around with this team, and I think it, you know, if, if they're going to hire an OC, they're going to mesh with what Art and Mike want to do. It's the running game, and you have to build off that running game um, the way they finished this season. They were 13th in the league, and how many years did we talk about them being 25th, 27th, 30th in the league in rushing? They finally got to a point now where it can become their identity. They just have to become consistent. And I don't know why it was so inconsistent the last couple of years. I mean, it, it was really, really bad early in 2022. Then it got good. Really bad early in 2023. Then it got good. They need to get somebody in here who can make that consist, make that running game consistent all the time. So it can be their identity going forward if that's the direction they want to go. So to me, you got a good, a good foundation for a good running game, but um, you know, give me a quarterback and give me some more weapons. It's 2024. And uh, you know, we got to go compete with the big boys in the AFC. Thank you, Ray. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. All talk right. to you later. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. The Steelers have parted ways with their strength and, strength and conditioning staff. Uh, I believe that they're going to part ways probably with Mike Sullivan, who ended up calling plays for the Steelers towards the end of the season. But there's somebody that they're probably going to bring back, and I think that that's a good idea. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Doug Whaley brought to you by Tri-State Office Furniture, the best in the business. The Steelers obviously have parted ways. I think everybody has, has seen that, but I think everybody's more interested in how far uh, Marcel, who the strength coaches of the Steelers, can throw uh, a football. I, you know, I've heard stories about that. Is, is it really crazy? I never he seen has it throw. Two, first of all, he had two, re, two elbow, shoulder surgeries over the past five to eight years. And the guy can throw the ball at 70 yards. What was he, like rookie that, of the year, on, like Henry Rowland Gardner. On, it was unbelievable. And, and on the line, and he does a lot of the pregame throws and the tight spirals, and he wears the glove, and I always mention something. I think even Roethlisberger says something on his podcast calling like the cannon arm or something. And when I say, well, he has the best arm of anybody on the Steelers roster, everybody's like, oh, that doesn't say a lot about – no, the guy got a freaking cannon. <laughs> and – uh Apparently he is now moving on his way along with the assistant. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I believe that, you know, obviously we know that about the strength staff. So they're going to be looking for a different strength coordinator. But um, I do believe that, that Mike Sullivan, they're going to part ways with him. But somebody that they're keeping around is Terrell Austin. And uh, I believe that that's the right move. I think that Terrell Austin's done a pretty decent job. I know it's Mike Tomlin's defense-ish. Um, but I, I think for what he had to work with this year, I thought he did a pretty decent job. So I'm okay with them keeping – uh, T.A. around. No doubt about it. Now, let me go back to the Marcel and the strength staff. To me, this hire is going to be important in my eyes to see where they are thinking in a macro level about where football is, and we're talking about an evolution. And if you look at a lot of the other teams, it's not strength and conditioning. It's player performance. Mm-hmm. So if they hire a player performance guy and maybe a sports science then I'm thinking, okay, they're starting to get up with the times. Now, if they go old-school strength and conditioning, then I'm going to say same old, same old Steelers. But to your point, T.A., I think that's the right move. Let's keep some continuity, especially since you're going to have lack of continuity on the offensive side of the ball. And I don't know if there's too many people on the defensive side coaching-wise that you are going to get rid of or even have, or have the option to get rid of. I always mention maybe Carl Dunbar just because I know he's had some health issues and – uh, maybe, but not performance-wise for him. Maybe he decides to quit or retire. But I don't see it. everybody else is relatively new. Denzel Martin's new outside. Aaron Curry's new for inside linebacker. Uh, like I said, the cornerback coaches they like. I mean, where are you going to make the move there? I mean, obviously, um, people would love to get rid of Danny Smith last year. Not quite this year, right? I mean, what yeah. he's in his sixties, upper sixties. How long does he have left? I think where your change is going to come is on the offensive side of the ball, and they're probably waiting to see what the coordinator wants, which leaves those guys hanging, man. Oh, yeah. They're pretty yeah. much – if you have another opportunity, you might want to you go jump get on it now, right man. now. Bird it's, you don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's 8.23 time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. Um, you know, obviously we just talked about TA coming back and – you know what they're going to do on the offset offensive side of the ball, but you know there's there's guys that you could part ways with with the Steelers, and one guy that really comes to my mind, and I don't know what they see transpiring in this guy, but you know you you go all the way back to OTAs whenever they did sign Patrick Peterson, um, I was like he's he should be a safety, yeah. he should be a safety, and I think that you know he's at that point in his career where he's a Charles Woodson or even a Rod Woodson that started out as a Hall of Fame corner, but are you know. D- slowing down a little bit, missing mm-hmm. a step a little bit. And safety is a spot that I thought that Patrick Peterson could serve very well, being that general of the middle of the field. 
Um, do you part ways with Patrick Peterson, or do you bring him back for his last year on his contract uh, and put him at safety? I would. I, I think that's a great idea because then what you can do, that frees up Minka to come down and start. They obviously had issues covering athletic size tight ends. Now you have a guy that can match up with those tight ends with and Minka or even P- Patrick Peterson and have the other guy patrol the deep end of it. And now that I'm thinking about it, we were talking about going in the first round of tackle or a quarterback. I would I the third place I'd look there is corner. Mm-hmm. You have to go for corner in the I, I would say in, in the first round or in the top three rounds you got to get a tackle corner and I would throw in a quarterback. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't throw in a quarterback, but uh, mm-hmm. corner too. I mean, but once again, is your thought you can get those guys in the second round too, right? I mean, Joey Porter was. But I know he should have been a first. I know but, he should have been a first. So. But whoever's the highest rated out of those three positions in each round, I would get. That's me. Yeah, I mean, but I think what we're overlooking a little bit of is defensive tackle or defensive line. Well, what general. do they do with Cam? I mean, obviously, well, I don't Cam think- comes back. Cam gets paid what he does. I think Cam gets extended. Yeah, just to spread that out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Would you do that? Yeah, absolutely. What, one kick year, two kick, years, kick, kick it, it down, down the road. The yeah. They're they're not going to ask him to take a pay cut because no. he mm-hmm. meant too much to this organization. There, he's not going to retire. So, and they're not going to want to pay him whatever the twenty three million cap hit. So right. that's your only other option here, and that's that's a good option. But they, I mean, Ogan Joby did not play well this year. What is his his his? Oh, that's like the million? problem. If you're talking right now, yeah. year one of a Omar swing and miss, it would have to be Ogan Joby in my point because he really didn't do anything for ten million bucks. Right. And you think about it though, and we talked about this off air. Think about a majority of their signings, they're coming off injuries or had oh. injury histories. I mean that that's. Uh, you know, Doc Bradley is great, but you're putting a lot of uh, trust and that he can keep and the medical staff can keep these guys healthy. And what happens there is then that truncates their practice a bit availability, mm-hmm. which then hampers on how the defense can gel and how their performance can can continue to increase when they're only practicing so many minutes you, or you, days. You look a at week. and Joby had the knee foot injury. Sam Alu had the foot injury. Holcomb was coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson had the leg mm-hmm. injury. Yep. I mean, I think Quan Alexander might have been banged up as well, right? Yep. But they didn't pay him that much. Um, Patrick Peterson kind of healthy. I like Patrick Peterson. You know, not a lot of guys, first of all, are capable of moving that corner to safety. Not a lot of guys of that ilk Willing. Willing. willing, yeah, willing, yeah. right? Because I, I asked Joe Hayden that it's one a time. It's a different, different dynamic. It's and, a different, that's a different dog. And Joe, Hayden, yeah. and Joe Hayden once told me, "I'm not playing safety. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm not going to safety." And Patrick Peterson, he, he enjoyed it. I asked him that at the end of the year. He said, "You know, I'm surprised how much I really enjoyed it because it's something new, something different." He's smart enough. Mm-hmm. He's still talented enough for that position, and I think he does give you something that KZ might not have. And And I look at it this way. When you have a Minka and a Patrick Peterson out there, that helps dictate to the offense what you can do Mm because you don't have to get in nickel and dime. Now you've got two safeties that can cover, so it it gives that defense. If you're in a pinch, you could always move him in the slot or at the corner if somebody's hurt. In game, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah, absolutely, It gives you so much flexibility. Can you can you find solid a solid starter in the middle round at middle linebacker? Yes, especially in today's. Uh, NFL because you're because that's a spot that they're going to have to obviously yes. you're not going to find a three a three, three down, down guy. no 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 you're going to get either yeah. one or either run stopper or a guy that can cover 
One of those two in the middle rounds. Absolutely. So you're so there's probably going to be like a a free agency signing at middle linebacker. I mean, because I mean Holcomb is not going to be able to play next year. If it is, it's going to be late. He's going to end up on pup coming out of the camp, and yeah. And they already got that downhill guy in the Landon Roberts. I think so. You need that cover guy. That's a yeah. And and it's probably easier to find a cover guy in the draft rather than a downhill guy in the draft at linebacker. The way college football is being played now. Fan Morning Show Twitter poll brought to you by PJ Fitzpatrick Home Improvement. Trust PJ.com. Coming up next, I think that there's a lot of people. And every time I turn over my shoulder, we got these two big TVs in our studio. And, you know, I go home, I throw on uh, ESPN, I throw on Fox Sports, and I just feel like people are making excuses for this particular player every single year, every single day. And I. I don't. I think it's time. I think it's time to call it what it is. I really do. We're going to talk about him next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Fan Morning Show brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing, Doran Dickerson. Doug Whaley, Mark Abali, Nicholas Harry Callis behind the glass. Guys, every time I turn around and I look at the TV, I look at ESPN, I look at uh, the, you know, the sports shows, uh, there's people making excuses for Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen, I, I think, is an incredible, incredible talent. I think, you know, just the prototypical, if you could build a quarterback in a lab, he would be 6'5", 245 pounds, that could run and has a laser of an arm yes he is an unbelievable talent but he just hasn't done it you know he hasn't gotten to the dance he hasn't uh you know he hasn't gotten his team uh to a point where he can be in the conversation as one of the best and people are anointing him we we're talking earlier and Cabal, you said this about herbert what's the difference between justin herbert and josh allen i think that it's time that people stop making excuses for josh allen and just call it what it is uh, at this point, he's going to have a career. And, I mean, I, who am I to, to say anybody's, you know, talk about anybody's career or judge their career? He's obviously a fantastic football player. He's a fantastic talent. But he's at the point right now where it's looking like his career is going to be like Phillip Rivers. That's okay. That's okay, but let's call it what it is and let's stop saying that Josh Allen is this, this you know, juggernaut of a, of a quarterback whenever you have guys like Mahomes who have been in the league six years and every single year he makes it to an AFC championship game. That's the key right there. He's Charles Barkley going against yes. Jordan. It's just unfortunate. He plays in any other era, then he's probably going to at least multiple Super Bowls. But every year he goes up against Daddy, and Daddy says, hey, young buck, you're in timeout. Nice nice, come up and, and try, but it, it ain't happening. 
Jr. So the, the, to me, it just it, it stinks for him, stinks for the fans of Buffalo. They're just running. He just one year. Hopefully, Mahomes gets hurt like Brady did that year, and then he can make that year. But it, it I don't think it's an indictment on his ability. Mm-mm. It's just I think more of how good Mahomes is. That's the stats too. Those four year stats are out of control. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many touchdowns did he have rushing this year? I think fifteen or something. Yeah, crazy I think he's had like forty that. plus. Yes, I mean we're talking four touchdowns. straight years of thirty plus. That's why he's being compared to all these guys. But you're right. I mean, at some point you have to say he's a talent. He puts up the numbers, but where does it take you? You, yeah. you, you. Pat Mahomes, didn't, the Chiefs did not have a good year. They actually stunk this year, right, compared to what they normally do. Yeah. But when they got to it, as your word, not cutting time. They got the job done, and now they're a game away of a very good chance of making it to this, the Super Bowl here. And that's the next step here because you're getting to that point where, okay, he can do the stats, but I don't really care about the stats. Where are you going to take us? But it's more than just him. You've got to have people around him, and he doesn't have the people around him right now to help him win. I mean, he just got a running game eight weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think before it, he was – in games like that, turning the ball over. And then that's where I was like, ooh, maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't have that. It This game and recently he's cut those turnovers down and almost eliminated most of them. So I'm thinking, he, all right, he's taking that step, but he just keeps running into that stone wall. It's called Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And Dorian, did you know that Doug drafted him? He had he had a, a hand in it. Oh, here you go. He <laughs> here you go. go. There he you go. You listen to the show earlier. Hey, I, I, I set the tape. It wasn't for Doug Whaley. Josh Allen would not be in Buffalo. <laughs> no, I give it credit because I, I don't. I mean, think about when he came out. He had a fifty some percent accuracy completion right. percentage. He changed so, all that. Yeah, he changed that. And I I was always taught, and he's changed my mind. I, I think accuracy is one of the hardest things to improve on as a quarterback, and he proved that you can do it. So I give them all the credit <laughs> in the world for t- taking him. We found out it's easy to go the other way, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? It does call into question, though, it, it, you know, should they go in a different direction than head coach? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, do they think that, that Sean McDermott is the guy that can get them there? Because you know, it's evidence that you know, they, they just can't do it, get, the, get the job done. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't been able to get the job done in – I mean, I mean, but you don't want to waste the time that you have with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like all the you know the side stuff we said about him as a as a player, he's fantastic. But he just hasn't. He's not in the conversation of you know the the top tier quarterbacks. I mean, even Burrow, and he didn't play this year. Right. Like you, you, you that's where you have to take well, advantage. How close were they? What was that? Two years ago, thirteen seconds. The old uh, it, kickoff. It, is, it yeah. is what it is, though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why that that's, that's so, why Patrick Mahomes is so. But good. is that his yeah. fault? You, that, that's that's, that's listen, specific no, game. Listen, that's specific Patrick game. Mahomes figures out a way to get it done. Yeah. So. Yeah. Josh Allen's got to figure out a way to get it done. Yeah, at some point. If you want to regard him as one yeah. of the best. Yeah. But I when, agree did, when did Peyton Manning finally figure out how to get it done? <laughs> he not fig- until late. Not fig- until, no, yeah. I'm saying he did. But but it, it took him a while. Took him a while. In a different team. Yeah. Yep. No, he won it with the Colts. He won it with the Colts. Yeah. But, okay. But it was later in his career. It wasn't. It was early. Six, yeah, one okay. first seven years. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I, no, I'm a Josh Allen fan. Yeah, I'm with you. I just hope that they surround him in 
move into a direction that can help him. But when he has a forty-seven million dollar cap hit, how that's much can hurt. you surround him? That's yeah. tough. Yes, but but I I'm think, talking with leadership. Yeah. I'm talking with the coaching staff. I think I think that's the key there because of that the decision of thirteen seconds not to squib it, and then think about the game they lost against Denver. They went all out zero blitz twice, and then at then put Denver in position mm-hmm. to kick the field goal, and then they had twelve men on those two. Those three decisions, that's coaching. That's not players. Same with the fake punt. Same with the fake punt. I mean, so, yeah, I, I know that they got the ball to back. To me, I think but that's what it is. I mean, the, the way the game goes, like that could have changed the dynamics of everything. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Carter of the Week from Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry Contest Run every Wednesday through Friday at 12 p.m. at the 93.7thefan.com contesting page. Uh, what is the state of the Penguins? And <laughs> where are they at right now? I know you guys saw the the – little sequencing play between Latang and Malkin the other night. But what is the state of the Penguins? We'll talk about that next. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. I'm not discouraged. I, you know, I believe in this group. I, I think we have good players. You know, you know I, I believe we have what it takes to win consistently. We've got to, we're disappointed with the last four periods. We, we recognize that it's, it's not our best, but I, I don't think discouraged is a word that, that should enter our dressing room. You know, I think we've just got to get more determined. The 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills, and that was Mike Sullivan, head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, talking about the state of the Penguins and guys, I know you guys saw the the play between Latang and Malkin uh, scoring in their own net, and you know it's it just hasn't been working. Nothing's been transpiring into consistent wins. Um, you hired Dubis in the beginning of the season, and you think that he could fix some things and you know put the right pieces around the big three, uh, you know around Crosby, Malkin, and Latang, and uh, he's tried. And then you acquire uh, Carlson and think that he could help you, and he hasn't panned out uh, in a way that you thought was going to breed success. Their power play is absolutely awful. Do you guys real quick see the Penguins panning out? Do you see them figuring it out? Do you see them making it to the playoffs at this point as we sit here right now? I don't think they're going to figure it out, but that doesn't mean they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, what are they, the third worst team in the East right now, but they're not far out of a, a playoff spot. I think the problem is, is I think they hire Dubas, but they're not allowing him to do what he wants to do. I mean, he's kind of hamstrung what he can do. Uh, he obviously wants to rebuild, right? And the roster has, it's, it's totally opposite of that. Well, most uh, everybody's 30 years old, right? You're not going to rebuild that way. You're either going to have to let him do what he does. If that's not going to be this year, it's going to be next year. They're going to have to let him construct his team like he has, or you're going to have much of the same. They're just not very talented other than, you know, Malkin, not Malkin, because he's struggling, uh, Crosby, Gensel. And after that, you're just, you're just struggling right now. I would think about moving Gensel. Yeah. I would think about it, but it's tough because he's one of your better players. Yeah, I mean, well, let's put it this way. Lack of consistency. You brought it up. Sullivan brought it up. It's just not there. And then you talk about Dubas, but he brought in Carlson. So that wasn't like a rebuild type thing. And let's let's all admit, that has been a failure. It has. Mm-hmm. To me, you got Sullivan's got to step up and start really hurting some people's feelings, especially on that power play. Somebody's got to sit down. Maybe two people sit down. 71. But when, but yep. when, when you talk about Gensel – 
I think that would really take them back more because who are you going to pair with Sid now? Yeah, that's the thing. You need to. I think you keep Gensel, clear some cap space by getting rid of some people, <clears throat> maybe Carlson, and then put somebody, find somebody that can be on the other side of those t- two. And then you have a formidable line. So that's where I'm going, not getting rid of Gensel. Think, I'm adding. Do you think Sid would actually sign off on trading Gensel? No. There, no. There, there's no, no chance, no. No. and that, and that's that's the real obstacle. Is are you gonna? You talk about hurting feelings, like you know, you might have to hurt his feelings and getting rid of some guys that he wants to keep around. Coming up next, we have a special guest, Jonathan Vlasic, the owner and chef at the great restaurant Ala Familia. He's going to join us and talk about the new Blue Pearl Lounge that Doug's going to host an event at. He's going to bring in a nice treat for us that I'm excited about. Treat? So. Yeah, a nice little treat there, Caval. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you excited Perfect about day that. to come in. Yeah. Uh-huh, yes. uh-huh. First fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com today, high of 51, low of 39, 90% chance of rain. Tomorrow, high of 51, low of 45, 70% chance of rain. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 